Hey, what's up, guys? This is Box Office Brunch. We're your hosts. I'm David. And I'm Rita. And today... We're talking about... 13 going on 30. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, blanked for a second. Like, say what we're talking about. And we're also going to see how many times I say, anyways. <laughs> Why does that drive you nuts? Because I said it a lot. Mm. You guys didn't hear it because I took a couple out. But it's my new um. Like, I don't say um anymore because I just, when there's a silence and I don't know what to say, I just go, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> With the breath and everything, too? <sighs> yep. All right. Well, that works. Yeah. So what do we have for brunch today? Chicken and waffles. Yes. It's not Wendy's chicken and eggos. <laughs> oh, that was the first round. Yeah. People were mad about that. Were they? I thought somebody was mad about it. Somebody was like, ew, Really? Well, I don't remember who it was. Maybe it was I'm me. I'm sorry your it palate <laughs> is not as refined as ours. Yeah. I mean, but we made chicken nuggets and then we had uh, the waffle maker. We just made waffles. Mm -hmm. And some protein coffee. Mmm. Yum. <laughs> you don't mean it. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. It's fine. We don't have mimosas, though. No mimosas. No mo mimosas. No mo mimosas. Well, I mean, no Jason we'll, mimosas. We'll have mimosas. <laughs> We'll have mimosas again, just we didn't have it last week and we don't have it this week. So Mimosas. <laughs> that was so good. It's because you said you. Jason I Mimosas. I you. Sorry. It's fine. Okay. All right. So what are we talking about today? We said it. 13 going on 30. I think we said it in the other take. No. Did we? We said it now. LOL. I don't, I don't remember it. I thought we were talking about brunch. We talked about... Remember, because you blanked, and I said 13 going on 30. Oh. Well, what are we talking about today? <laughs> I'm just going to keep going gonna keep on 30. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. We're just keeping it up with the numbers. Yeah. 10 things I hate about you. How to lose a guy in 10 days. 13 going on 30. I think our next one might have a number in it, too. Yikes. <gasps> might just get them all out of the dun, way dun, up front. Dun. Yeah. All right. Well, get your shit. Let's go. going on 30. So this movie was released April 23rd, 2004. It's about Jenna Rink. Uh, she makes an unusual wish for her birthday. Miraculously, her wish comes true and the 13-year-old Jenna wakes up the next day as a 30-year-old. So something that, one fun fact that I saw, and you might have seen this too, was that in Australia they changed the title of the movie because the distributors thought that the like people of Australia w wouldn't get the title. So it was released under the title Suddenly 30, hmm. which I think is such a stupid name. Yes. That's so much worse. Why wouldn't they get it? I don't know. Hmm. I couldn't find that anyway. I wonder I if like, the wording is different. Well, I wonder if that's like not a saying in. What, that they were thinking a 13-year-old is going on a 30-year-old? Yeah. 
like they're dating. Well, that sounded weird the way you said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like this whole saying about like, oh yeah, how old's your how old's your son now? Oh, he's thirteen, going on thirty. Right. But like maybe that's just not a thing in Australia. Maybe not. Maybe it's backwards because they're in the southern hemisphere. Hmm. Australians. That's, they're 30 going because on Australians 13. Australians are listening to this podcast. Please write in and tell us. Yeah. If you have any input, let us know. <laughs> if you know why Australia doesn't get it, tell us. Does it have something to do with the kangaroos? What? Or all the spiders? Don't bring up spiders right <laughs> True. now. True. <laughs> good, good call. So this movie was directed by Gary Winnick. He also did 2006's Charlotte's Web and Bride Wars, which is... Oh, I love that one, too. That's a good one, too. It's so funny. My hair's blue. It's It's blue. blue. (laughs) Yes. Another one where Chris Pratt gets to be a fucking douchebag. Yeah, he wasn't good in it. No. But it's a good Friends movie. It's like a rom-com, but for best friends. Yeah, but it stresses me out a little bit, too. The wedding planning stuff. No, just the fact that... This it all could have been handled if they just talked to each other instead of just making assumptions. Or if that one bitch would have given up her date. That just never would have happened. No. no. Again, we're talking about the unrealistic. Get side it together, of, Martha Stewart. Because it's Jeez. so realistic that a 13-year-old wakes up as a 30-year-old. Yeah. That's come on. so realistic. Come on. So I also because we talked about it previously, we've talked about like the writers and obviously like the writers strike. I don't know if it's still going on or if it's over now, but I wanted to put the writers in here and give them a little bit of credit. This was written by Kathy Yuspa and Josh Goldman Goldsmith. Whoa. <laughs> I just like read the first two letters and was like, I know what this says. <laughs> Josh Goldsmith. <laughs> like you said, whoa, and called your own self out on it. Yeah. Well, I could have left. I could have just said it and like probably nobody would have noticed. <laughs> I was staring right at the name and didn't <laughs> notice. So <laughs> so this movie stars Jennifer Garner as Jenna Rink, Krista B. Allen as young Jenna, Mark Ruffalo as Maddie Flemhoff. Flemhoff? Flemhoff? Flemhoff. I forget how they say it in the movie all of a sudden. Flemhoff. Flemhoff. You lied to the Flemhoffs. <laughs> Sean Marquette as young Maddie, Judy Greer as Lucy Tom Tom Wyman, Alexandra Kyle as young Lucy, Jim Gaffigan, which I did not know it was him. I've seen this movie so many times, I had no idea that was Jim Gaffigan, yes. who plays Chris Grandy, grown up Chris Grandy. Yes. He's a, the taxi dude. I'm yeah. not telling you, I'm telling myself, really. Because <laughs> yeah, well, you've said yeah a lot. So I, yeah, I because know. I knew. I didn't know. It makes you go, ooh. Chris didn't age well. Yeah. Which, like, what a role to be cast in. <laughs> You're going to be this kid who peaked in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well. Alex Black as young Chris. Andy Circus as Richard Neeland, who's Jenna's boss. Kathy Baker as Beverly Rink, uh, Jenna's mom. Phil Reeves as Wayne Rink, her dad. Lynn Collins as Wendy, who's Matt's fiance. Susan. We don't like Wendy. She's fine. She doesn't do anything wrong. She's just not Jenna. She's the worst. (laughs) She's not the worst. Although I do think that comment when she answers the door in like his shirt and she's like, Jen, right? Like you bitch. No, the part where (laughs) Jenna says, I don't know what I would do without him. And she says, well, you're going to have to figure it out. 
Oh. I didn't like her. Her true, vibe was off. True. And then when he called her an anchor woman and she said anchor person. Yeah, get out of here. You can kind of tell that they were really not going to make us like her. Yeah, no. I mean, they definitely wanted her to be like not Jenna. Yeah. But even Lucy's not Jenna and Lucy had her moments where I was kind of like laughing. Yeah. yeah. She has like a a villain arc in this movie. <laughs> really? Because real. yes. she starts out and she's not bad. I mean, obviously as a like in high school, Tom Tom is bad. She's a bitch. But grown up Tom Tom, they're friends. They're like she's fine. Yeah. She seems like she's not a bad friend. I mean, I think in retrospect when we find out that Jenna is like not a good person it makes a little bit more sense but in the interactions that we see she doesn't seem like a bad friend no the pep talk that she gives her and stuff yes she seems like a a pretty decent friend well we should get through the cast so we can talk about that more after we watch the trailer susan egan plays tracy hansen samuel ball plays alex carlson who's jenna's boyfriend and marcia Bonus as Arlene, who's Jenna's secretary, and Kirsten Warren as Trish Sackett. You are frizzy and messy, <laughs> and I don't like you very much. <laughs> this movie made 900... <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> what the <laughs> heck? Wrong? I cannot read. Are I'm you okay? So, I'm so tired. It's been a long week, even though it's been a short week. So this That's mo- usually how it goes with the holiday weeks. Yeah, it's been very busy. So this movie made... million on a $37 million budget. So it was successful, but I was surprised that it didn't do better. Oh, I think it's impressive. Yeah. But when you think about like the other movies we've talked about, they like really overperformed, I think. Yeah. Like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days was a huge hit. Mm -hmm. And one of the other ones, I actually went down a rabbit hole and was looking at it today. One of the ones we're going to talk about in the future, I was blown away <laughs> uh, i can't wait to talk Shocker. about that one yeah it was really surprising so for rotten tomatoes scores the critics gave this a, the critics didn't give this 65 percent. 65 percent of critics gave this a positive review oh that's good so it was pretty well received obviously jennifer garner's performance was praised a lot and then the audience gave it a 70 percent. well we'll see what we give it at the end we'll see Should we watch the trailer? Yes. Okay. Jenna Rink couldn't grow up fast enough. Smile, sweetie. Don't you knock? Are you wearing a bra? You're not ready for a bra. Dad, stop taping. So on her 13th birthday. Dad. Check this out. Wishing dust. She only made one wish. I hate being 13. I just want to be grown up. And she woke up 17 years later. Something really freaky is happening here. I slept in an apartment I've never seen before. There was a naked man in my shower and I saw his. Now she's got a lot of catching up to do. Repeat after me. I am Jenna Rank, big time magazine editor. I am. Eminem's on the phone. He wants a decision now. Please. you need from me actually i need to find this guy matt it's me jenna why are you here yesterday was my 13th birthday and today i woke up and i'm this 
something really weird going on. One woman will discover... I like your dress. It's because I've got these incredible boobs to fill it out. She's truly a kid at heart. It's 11 o'clock on a school night and I'm at a party. It's so cool. It's 11 o'clock and people are leaving. Well, maybe if somebody played something other than this. Honey, play whatever you want to. Maddie, it's Thriller! Revolution Studios presents... You wanna know a secret? Yeah. You're the sweetest guy I've ever known. And I just floated home on a cloud. That is so romantic. Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo. 13, going on 30. Mr. Hottie behind you is totally scamming on you. Should I go talk to him? I actually came over here because I think you're really cute. So do you want to go out sometime? Uh, I'm going to take off now. What, do you want to go to jail? I'm a bad guy. Man, gross. Ooh, a young Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's a hottie patati. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Garner is very easy on the eyes, too. Yes. This was her first leading role. She's very cute. I think she's perfect for this role. <laughs> Like, if this role wasn't written for her, I'd be very surprised. I know that she was the first choice. Yes. Like, she was the one that they wanted. But I just think she's perfect for this. Yeah. I also think she's really underrated as, like, a dramatic actress. Her more, like, sentimental and emotional scenes in this movie were really good. Yes. they. The part with her parents and all of that. Her, just the little, like... I'm sorry I missed last Christmas. Ugh. But <laughs> when she calls them in the voicemail says they went on vacation. <laughs> she went on a cruise without me. <laughs> the betrayal in her voice. Yeah. So I guess we could go ahead and jump into the things that we like about this movie, which for me is like 98% of the movie. I like everything except her boyfriend. Yeah. But I do like the scenes with her where she's... He's stripping for her and she's saying, we can play Porcheesy, we can play Yahtzee. We can play Monopoly. <laughs> she's naming off all these games. Battleship. Yeah. Did you know that scene was improvised? No. By Jennifer Garner? Yep. There are actually a lot of improvised scenes, specifically between her and Mark Ruffalo. They just like played off each other, I guess. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But in that scene, the scene that I like is where he like throws his shirt at her and she's like, gross. Because <laughs> that's, that's something I would do. Something a 13-year-old would do too. Yeah. I just, well, that was one thing I was thinking about during this was because she's like so boy crazy when she's 13 and now she's an adult. and She's boy crazy. She's not man crazy. Oh, true. Remember, because she goes up to that. <laughs> what, do you want to go to jail? I meant that guy. Yeah. She's still boy crazy. Ooh, the adult? Oh, gross. <laughs> I think the only thing that doesn't really capture a 13-year-old, at least not a 13-year-old, I feel like, with parents like Jenna's, is, you know, the part where she's drinking her pina colada and she just drops the pineapple oh. wherever I... I don't yeah. know any 13-year-olds who act like that. Who would have just like thrown shit all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. But also, I put that under things that I like. Because I think the sequence of her just like throwing shit and dropping shit and it's hitting the same guy every time is so <laughs> funny. I think that is a great running gag. 
It is, but it's not something a 13-year-old no. would do. No, definitely not. It's not something anybody would do I mean, in the maybe, civilized world. Right, but a 13-year-old boy, maybe. Maybe, but yeah, not sure. a girl. Sure. So I thought that that was the only... It's funny, but it's not really realistic, no. I think. But neither is Maddie finding a packet that says wishing dust, and for some reason it actually has magical powers that grants wishes, so... I know. And who the hell would wish to be 30 flirty and thriving? Well, it's like it's like that meme where it says growing up is like being a dog in the car and you think you're on the way to the park, but you're really on the way to the vet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you always want to like when you're younger. I, I didn't really, I guess, too much. I don't remember having like very specific memories of being like, I can't wait to be a grown up. Like I never really went through that, I don't think. But no, I, I, but I definitely that. know that it's like a. I don't want to. It's a relatively common thing. And then you get here and you're like, ah, I take it back. I want to go back. Yeah, I think my niece listens to Olivia Rodrigo. She has this Mm -hmm. one song called Brutal. And one of the lines is, if if one more person tells me, enjoy your youth, I'm going to cry. And I'm like, shut up, Olivia. And enjoy your youth. Like, shut the (laughs) F up. You whiny teenager. Her, Get out of here. Her Sour album is so good, though. It is, but that song, Brutal, pisses me off because I'm just like, go away. Yeah. I can't I can't deal with you right now. Yeah. You dumb teenager. Another thing that I like is I just love the entire sequence of her waking up as an adult for the first <laughs> time and, like, scaring herself, her, like, collapsing onto the chair and, like, putting her head between her legs. Like, just <laughs> all of it. Is is so good, sir? Do you hear that? Do you hear the music? <laughs> <laughs> and it's her cell phone. Yeah, yeah. Because I, in I the eighties, I don't get they in didn't... the car with strangers. I don't know you. <laughs> Did I get in the car? The fact is, she walks out in a nightgown too. Yeah, with just a jacket on. And then she's like, then even she says something about it. Lucy says something about it. She's like, also this dress, something. I don't remember the that quote. And, she, and she's like, unless this is retro. <laughs> Which, like, she's Jennifer Garner, so she can wear a nightgown out in public and people will be like, oh, my God, high fashion. Right. (laughs) I think it's really weird, though, that her boyfriend wasn't acting more concerned by how she was behaving. Yeah. Well, I think he's not the brightest. (laughs) They never show him being very bright. Mm -hmm. So I think he's just, like, oblivious to all of it. Did you know she turns 30 years old 13 minutes into the film? I did see that. I saw that fun fact and I was like, that's stupid. Who cares? And then I like thought about it. I was like, oh, that's actually pretty clever. (laughs) I was like, who gives a shit? I was like, oh. Me. Yeah. People like me. We give a shit. Did you know this was shipped to, the movie was shipped to theaters under the name Sugar and Spice? No. Ew. Yeah. I don't like that either. You might as well then just call it Razzles. (laughs) Razzle Red. (laughs) Did you know Jennifer Garner's 32nd birthday was six days before the film was released? Wow, she's actually in her 30s? I didn't know that. I think she was 31 when it was filmed. Did you know Brie Larson, your favorite person ever, was one of the six chicks? I... I had heard that before, and I think I keep forgetting it probably on purpose. <laughs> no, she's fine. Do you know why she was in this? No. Because she there was another actress. I'm going to forget her name right now. 
real quick, let me forget. <laughs> uh, but she, she and Brie Larson were in the sleepover or sleepover together. And she was supposed to be one of the six chicks, but because of they needed to do reshoots and that actress couldn't make it. So Brie Larson stepped in because she was, had fewer scenes in sleepover. Mm. So she came in to do it. Do you know which of the six chicks gets booted when in the yearbook? Yeah. Brie Larson. Yeah. (laughs) Does that just tickle you? Yeah, she deserved it. I'm oh, kidding. kidding. Brie Larson fans, this is where you stop listening. I think she's a very talented actress. I think that she just, I did not like Captain Marvel. She rubbed and I you thought the wrong that way. She, yeah, she rubbed me the wrong way for sure. One other scene that I really, really like in this film, which is probably not everyone's favorite scene, is the the part where they are eating the razzles. Yeah. it's It's one of the few scenes... Well, not the few scenes, but it's one of my scenes that I love because of how innocent she is mm-hmm. in that she's she keeps saying, Maddie, I need to see your tongue. Come on, I showed you mine. Yeah. Come on, Maddie, I showed you mine. And the way she says Maddie, it, I need to see your tongue. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. I think because it's it's super cute. Yeah. And I, she does seem very 13 years old in that scene. I, I think I also really like his reaction when she's like, you're the sweetest guy I've ever known. He looks very like kind of like proud of himself for a second. Freaking sucks though. They marry somebody else. Yeah. So Scout Taylor Compton was the actress that I was trying to think of earlier. Mm. And speaking of the whole sucks that he marries somebody else, I thought on this watch through, I did put that in the things that I don't like that scene where she like confesses her love for him and he turns her down. I, as much as I hate it because it's heartbreaking and I think Jennifer Garner's performance in it, it just like rips my heart out every single time. I think that it's a kind of a refreshing take because I feel like it's not a scene that we see in rom-coms very often. Yeah. Like we don't really see that where they're both clearly in love with each other, but he's being an adult and realizing like I've made these I've made a commitment to somebody else. Like her family's down there. I've made promises. We've gone our separate ways. Like it's just, we're different people now. And so he sticks it out with the, but if it went on and she didn't go back in time and fix things, he would have divorced her. Eventually they would have broken up. I think that the fact that it's a movie, it's in a movie world plays into the fact that like, it feels more final. Mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, we're at the end of the movie. If they don't get together, <laughs> they're never going to get together because the credits are going to roll and the universe is going to pop out of existence. Yeah. So, But that, in real life, I don't think it would have worked out with Matt and Wendy. Yeah, no. They were very different people. You could tell that he was just, like, not into it. I think that the scene, like, just that whole scene where she's confessing to him and then he's like, I'm really sorry, but I made this promise. And she starts crying. And then he gives her the dream house and her face. Oh my God. (laughs) The way she's like, Maddie, can I have it? And then she's like crying and she's trying to make him feel better because he's like, oh, don't cry. She's like, I'm just crying because I'm happy and you're my best (laughs) friend and, and I'm just really happy for you. But then when he's like, Jenna, I've always loved you. And her face God, I just think her performance in that scene, it 
makes me tear up every single time. Yeah, it's really sad. It's very sad. But it's so cute that he remade the house after she threw it at his head. Yeah. And, and stopped being it. his friend. And and kept it. Because she's the one that got away. I know. Because you probably loved her the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Even when she was a bitch to him. Yeah. She was kind of a bitch to him even before she made the wish. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want to be original. I want to be popular or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> no, you don't. I mean, maybe you do. But that's kind of why it's really hard to reconcile the Jenna that she is as an adult. Because even the Jenna 13-year-old was a brat. Yeah, the Jenna that she was in, like, even before she made the wish doesn't seem all that different <laughs> from the Jenna that she but, seems to have been. But maybe the whole, maybe all of that just... The wish just made her, because she was already like that, but she didn't have the things she wanted. I think the wish just allowed her to get the things that she wanted. Mm -hmm. So. You went on a cruise without me? <laughs> uh, let's see what else do I have. I have a bunch of quotes that I think are really funny, but I don't. It's. I realized, like, as I was writing down my favorite quotes, I was. It was only like like the whole movie. <laughs> it was only like fifteen minutes into the movie. I was like, "All right, we gotta stop." I do. We talked about this kind of offline, but I do love Judy Greer so much, and I think she's yeah. such a wonderful actress in that she made me hate Tom Tom. Yeah. God, she's a bitch in this movie. She really is. <laughs> it's kind of funny after the part when Jenna does her own thing and then presents and they're going to go with that redesign and she's mm -hmm. like kind of on her rampage. Oh, and she's like knocking stuff <laughs> off the counter and like knocking down the boxes. Yeah. yeah. It makes me laugh. But also, Jenna, if you're going to screw over the company you work for, why are you keeping the mail there? Yeah. No, not smart. That's stupid AF. Because how else is... That's pukey. <laughs> that scene makes me laugh every <laughs> single time when he's like, come on. Pookie. And he's like, Pookie, Pukie. <laughs> Did you notice that he's the guy that Richard hands her purse to when he goes to dance during Thriller? No, I didn't realize mm -hmm. that. I did think it was really weird that he was just like handing her purse to some random person. No, that's Tracy's husband. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. So for dislikes, I did put Tom Tom and Young Jenna because those are like my le my two least favorite parts of this movie. Yeah. Like I think... Tom Tom was obviously designed to be disliked. So that was like a good thing, but I didn't like her. Yeah. <laughs> but I also just didn't really like young Jenna. She was a bitch. <laughs> she was a 13 year old. I think 13 year olds are just kind of bratty. Yeah. You're probably the wrong person to ask, but the girls like really stuff their bras with tissues. Is that like a real thing? <laughs> Am I the wrong person because I have big boobs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't but, know any but, friends that stuff their bra. But of the two people on this podcast, you were the only one who has ever been a teenage girl. So no, no, but you I do remember. Been? But I do remember <laughs> in middle school, the boys were talking about my boobs because I was the first in the class to get boobs, and they were making fun of me. And so the teachers made us split up into boys and girls groups and gave us a whole lecture on how we're not supposed to talk about each other's body parts, all because of me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you. And that's it's, why I'm in therapy. Are, <laughs> kids are so fucking stupid. The imagine boys were. Like, imagine like kids. You spend your whole adolescence being like, hey, she's got boobs. <laughs> and then you grow up and you're just like, but can I touch them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very. Kids are so stupid. 
And it wasn't even like I went to the teachers and told them that the boys were making fun of me. One of the teachers overheard them. So then it was even worse because it wasn't even. Then the boys were like, you're a tattler. And I I wasn't. I literally just was existing. Yeah. What a hardship having boobs. It's still a hardship. Come on. (laughs) Neck pain, back pain. True. Emotional. I don't know why I said that. Like like, (laughs) Again. I can relate. Yeah. No, but girls didn't stuff their bras. I didn't know any girls that did. Okay. I mean, by then, there were, you know, bras that were like push-up bras or whatever else that girls were wearing. It wasn't like 1987 or whatever. Yeah. But also, why was she so desperate to be popular with these kids? Yeah. They were were the worst, even when they were kids. Oh, here's the the fun fact that we were kind of talking about. So you mentioned that this is like your favorite soundtrack of... Is it, so what would you say? Is it your, like, your favorite soundtrack the, of the movies that we've done so far, or? No, it's just, it's a good soundtrack. It's a I like soundtrack. all the music. Yeah. So, obviously, it's full of, like, 80s bangers. It's got my girl Whitney on it. I forgot about that when she's, like, putting her makeup on. Mm-hmm. But this soundtrack actually charted inside the top 50 of the U.S. Billboard 200 chart. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's a good one. I think all of the movies that we've done so far have had, well... Like, it really even re- has talking heads in it, which is so interesting. Yeah. I think that I don't really remember the soundtrack too much from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, but the 10 Things I Hate About You soundtrack is really good, too. Mm-hmm. Not as good as this one. No, I think this one's better, but I it's, a, it's still a good soundtrack. Yeah, it is. I also, we obviously talked about this offline, too, that young Jenna, the girl who plays young Jenna, plays a young younger version of Jennifer Garner in Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Yes. Which Matthew McConaughey stars in with her. Interesting. That's a good movie. It is a good one. I like it. I I think I've only seen it like twice. The one thing I remember the most from it is... (laughs) The cake? No. That's my favorite scene. No, is... uh, What's her name? Emma Stone. As the dorky one with the braces and stuff. No, I just... I love the part where he is trying to drink the champagne and the cork hits the cake and knocks it over. Mm, And I told you I've seen this movie twice, maybe no. And his like future sister-in-law walks in and she's kind of a head case. I mean, she's Uh absolutely a bridezilla. (laughs) She starts hyperventilating and he's like, if it's any consolation, you know, it tasted really good. And she looks at him and says, you had a piece. And he goes, (laughs) some of it, Flew in my mouth when the cake fell. And she, he goes, you know, it's a little dry or whatever. And she's like, it's a wedding cake, you bitch. And she just starts going off on him. I just love how unhinged she is. Yeah. Maybe I just like unhinged characters. I, they are definitely entertaining. <laughs> so I forgot it when we were talking about it earlier. Jennifer Garner actually advocated for Krista B. Allen to play her younger self because she said that she really embodied how Jennifer Garner was at that age. And then she actually did the same thing on ghosts of girlfriends past. Mm-hmm. So, cause she played her. Yeah. Like you said, and then I had another one. Sorry, go ahead. Well, the color of the dollhouse that Maddie makes for her is the color of the house they live in later. Mm-hmm. They're happily oh, ever I saw, after. I saw one that was kind of related to that. So in the poise magazine, 
why do I keep losing it? The Poise article that Jenna is reading at 13 years old, the 30, flirty, and thriving features an apartment, which is the apartment that she later lives in as an adult. Which is interesting. What are the odds that they all ended up in New York City? Like, what are the odds that Maddie also ended up in New York City? I mean... Do they say where they were as kids? I feel like they were in Jersey, weren't they? Oh, yeah, because that's where, like, his family home is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because that's what she yells when she... To the taxi Mm -hmm. driver or whatever. So, I thought that that was interesting. Because Maddie's life could have gone in a completely different direction. He could have wound up in Colorado. True. You don't know. And if he was a serial killer, he would have. What? <laughs> what I just, on? we were talking about true crime at work the other day, and I was just, I'm always surprised. I'm getting less surprised every time they're like, and then he went to Colorado Springs. I'm like, well, of course he went to Colorado. There's so many like, killers that go through Colorado at one point or another. But they never stay. Or maybe they do because we've got a supermax prison. <laughs> Oh, well, they don't stay free. That's. Oh, true. I was like, they're not paying to be there. (laughs) No, I meant. No, it's all of us free people who are paying to be here. (laughs) The fun fact that I was looking for earlier is that Jennifer Lopez is featured on both the Sparkle and Poise magazine covers. Ironically, during the filming of this film, Jennifer Lopez was in a serious relationship with Ben Affleck, who who went on to marry Jennifer Garner. And in 2021, however, Ben Affleck returned to Jennifer Lopez. Oh, she, did he? Obviously, he and Jennifer Garner. That makes it sound like he left Jennifer Garner to be with J-Lo. No, he just was trash. Yeah. But one of the stories about their relationship actually was one of one of the things where I'm like, I think Jennifer Garner is like a genuinely good person. <laughs> because even after they got divorced, she was still like protecting him from paparazzi when he was going. Yeah, she his, went like, up to them and was AA like, and stuff. can you guys give us some space, please? You know, this is a really private thing he's going through and yeah. all of these things. And then he talked smack about her. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? I don't know. He has said not nice things about her. Yeah, I don't like him. Exactly. Amanda, you were right. He's trash. And... I'm sorry to all the J-Lo fans out there, but J-Lo is trash by association. (laughs) And I've never actually been a J-Lo fan. Something about her attitude in films. Mm. I did like her in Selena. I've never seen it. Oh, well, she was good in Selena. I read the Wikipedia. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Stop. I think J-Lo is talented, but whatever. She doesn't ring my bell. Oh, another one. The blindfold that Jenna's wearing when she's 13 years old is made from the same material and pattern as the eye cover that she's wearing when she wakes up when she's 30. The blindfold and eye cover were both designed by Chris Naughty, an accessories designer based out of L.A. Mm. I've, I've seen this movie so many times I never picked up on that. So Ben Affleck said when he appeared on Howard Stern, his marriage to <sighs> Garner was part of why I started drinking alcohol because I was trapped. So, ew, to you. Yeah. And what a trashy way to let that out. Howard Stern. (laughs) Zach loves Howard Stern. Well, then Zach's trash by association. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. So, Zach used to have Sirius radio in in his car, the Mm -hmm. one we currently have, and he used to pay for it, and it was only for the Howard Stern show. So, I'd get in his car when we first started dating, and he'd be listening to it. And I remember there was one episode where they had a urologist like a men's 
urologist come in. I already don't like this story. I don't yes. know where it's going, but I know it's Howard Stern and you said urologist. I'm out already. And they made this guy basically stimulate men's prostates with, I don't know, some sort of device while they were singing karaoke and they were all laughing about it. And Zach was crying because he thought it was so funny. And I remember angrily smashing the power button and being like, this is stupidity. It's, this is absolute stupidity, yeah. Zach. And then shortly after that, we didn't pay for series anymore. And goodbye, Howard Stern. See, bye look bye. At, look at you being a positive influence on him. Yeah. I agree with you. I and think he Howard's... watched 13 going on 30 with me today. And what did he think? I mean, he fell asleep a little bit, but <laughs> but he actually was a little intrigued. And guilty pleasure here. I watched the Kardashians and he actually was watching and asking me questions. So he's changed a lot, that man. I don't know that watching the Kardashians is necessarily a point in his favor. Supporting his wife is, though. And watching trash TV sometimes. That's true. I mean, sometimes mm -hmm. hey, trash TV and mindless entertainment definitely has its place. Yeah. So. Sorry if I lose a point there. No, you can't lose any points. Do you have the fun fact about who else was considered for the role? Hold, please. I have it right Why here. Why don't you tell another fun fact while I find that one? Okay. In October 2016, it was announced that 13 Going on 30 was going to be adapted for Broadway with an estimated debut date late in 2017, but plans never moved past that. I don't know what a 13 Going on 30 musical would look like. I also don't, mm. I feel like. I mean, I feel like they'd make it good. They always, uh, like yeah. Legally Blonde was really good. and Yeah. I almost feel like if a, if something's successful, the entertainment industry is automatically like, can we make a sequel? Can we make a musical? How do we make more money off of yeah, this like, do, big hit? Yeah. Well, that was the one that you didn't share on here yet, which is if the cast wasn't sure if things were funny enough, they would ask Judy Greer. Oh, yeah. Because they all felt that she was the funniest person on set. I think she's very funny. Did you know she and Mark Ruffalo played... No, sorry. She and Andy Serkis played a married couple. When? In the Planet of the Apes reboot trilogy. Really? Yeah. Judy Greer was... Oh, she was... She was, oh, one, of the, she was, was... one of the monkeys. Because <laughs> I apes. literally... Sorry. I literally was like, Andy Serkis played Caesar. <laughs> yeah. So what do you mean? Yeah. I'm thinking a woman, a human woman <laughs> married him. No, she played his... I got his, very confused She there. played his ape wife. Mm. I have a fun fact about all of, like, the Marvel in this movie. So... Jennifer Garner, Mark Ruffalo, Judy Greer, Andy Serkis, and Brie Larson have all been in Marvel-based films. Garner played Elektra Nachios in Daredevil and Elektra, both prior to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mark Ruffalo plays Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Incredible Hulk. Judy Greer plays Maggie Lang, who's Ant-Man's wife or ex-wife. Andy Serkis plays Ulysses Claw in Avengers and Black Panther. Brie Larson plays Carol Danvers or Captain Marvel in the Captain Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of future Marvel people in this movie. Interesting. Gwyneth Paltrow, Hilary Swank, Renee Zellweger were also considered for the lead role in this movie. Hilary Swank would have been good, but 
Gwyneth, no. Sorry, girl. I think Renee Zellweger probably could have pulled it off, too. Same, yeah. But I, like Gwyneth? A, why was she all over the place? Get out of these rom-coms, girl. Get back to Where's Shallow Hal. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you belong. Keep your pussy candles out of here. What? She has pussy candles. Or at least that's what people call them. She has candles that she sells that are supposed to smell like her vagina. Why? I don't know. It's It's goop is what it is. (laughs) This is the second episode where we shit on her, by the way. Well, she needs to stop popping up in here. It's like whack-a-mole. You keep popping up, I'm going to keep hitting you down. (laughs) Yeah. But be careful, David. You've been hating on some people. True. So if I ever disappear, you know what happens. Heard it here first. I got got by the David founded the He Man Woman Haters Club. Oh gosh, I did not. I love women, except those two. Yeah, I like nice women. I don't know if they're not nice. I don't know. Gwyneth seems nice. I think she's just a little eccentric. Yes, I did watch some of the footage, or I watched some videos about that trial that she was in. Did you hear about that? Oh, the skiing one. Yeah. And she seemed very much like, matter of fact, this is what happened. And She'd like, be looking like Jeffrey Dahmer in those pictures. <laughs> she had those glasses and stuff. Yeah. She was, she looked a little. She was very much giving, I don't want to be here. And this is inconvenient <laughs> for me. Which I like, mean, that guy decided to waste her time. Yeah, so fair. She... It was fair. So, yeah, I, I, other than her being kind of eccentric and out there, I don't really have anything against her. Yeah. Brie Larson rubs me the wrong way, though. (laughs) We know. (laughs) At the office, when Jenna's secretary answers the phone and the man says, put that little bitch on the phone, tell her to call Todd. That was the director. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, please don't yell at me. I'm just a secretary. (laughs) Poor thing. I know. I love her. Then when she's reading the messages to her. (laughs) Maybe I should just read them myself. (laughs) Great. (laughs) where she's like i hope you die in one of her horrible pantsuits or something and she's just like that was so mean i know (laughs) i hope you choke on your own bile oh that's what i was gonna say when we were talking about like hillary swank and renee zoller probably would have done fine in this role i still feel like this role was perfect for jennifer garner this was like made for her yes it was so she did a great job while i do think hillary swank and renee zoller probably would have bullet off just fine i'm glad that they didn't end up getting the part yeah Mm-hmm. Do you have another fun fact? No. Really? Really. Okay. When Jenna thinks there's an intruder in her apartment, she grabs an umbrella to defend herself. When her dad hears the banging in their basement that Jenna was causing, he also used an umbrella for Man. self-defense. Runs in the family, I guess. <laughs> what are they going to do with the umbrella? I love that scene. I mean, maybe it's just like a very sentimental thing for me but when she goes home and she like hugs her parents yeah and stuff and then she's sleeping on the couch and then she goes and crawls in bed with her mom and her mom's just like (laughs) her mom's (laughs) just so great we don't really get much about her dad like he seems great too yeah but we just don't get a lot of jenna what on earth (laughs) they're all confused because they haven't seen her in how many years yeah but i love her mom's speech about like mistakes i don't agree with it (laughs) there's definitely stuff i regret maybe not big things but definitely like little things where i was like yeah i'd do that again if i could i'd redo that yeah 
but I just think her mom seems so sweet. And like I said before, that whole like, I'm sorry I missed last Christmas. It's just like a very small thing, but it's so sweet. This movie just tugs at my heartstrings. It is very wholesome. Yeah. This is the movie that I was thinking of when I was going on that whole like, rom-coms give you everything. It makes you laugh. It makes you cry. Like this movie does that for me. It touches on all those. Yeah. Yeah. There's fun and excitement when she's dancing and stuff. So Jenna announces towards the end of the film, I strongly suggest we take apart our FOB overhaul the BOB. She's referencing magazine industry acronyms, which mean FOB is for front of book and BOB is back of book, which refer to the articles at the front and back of this, the magazine. I never knew that. Mark Ruffalo's first scene was the Michael Jackson thriller dance scene, and he was very nervous about it. He actually almost quit the film because of it. <laughs> he did good. Yeah. So he almost gave it up, but then he said that Jennifer Garner's enthusiasm was, quote, very infectious. So they should have ended up together, probably. Yeah. And Andy Serkis had to rehearse the scene separately from everybody else because he was in London at the time. He did good, too. Yeah. I, the only thing I don't like about that scene is, like, it's very much like, oh, those are dancers. <laughs> like, they were. Th those are professional dancers. They were. Yeah, but you can tell it's not like a spontaneous thing, the way that people, like, slide into the dance, like, just a little too perfectly. Mm -hmm. Especially I after think, drinking. I think that her secretary did a good job of doing the whole like, I don't really know the moves, but I'm going to kind of go along with it kind of thing. I think she did a good job. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. What was I supposed to do? Oh no, read a duck. <laughs> it was a little fly. It was a little gnat. I don't like them. <laughs> Watch out, Rita. That was rude. <laughs> Got in my face. They wouldn't die if they just stayed out of your face. No, they would. They don't live very long. No, I just mean like I wouldn't be trying to swat them away if they just stayed away from my face. Oh, yeah. Why are you trying to go up my nose? Let's see. Do I have anything else? No. Is that wishful thinking? Oh, I do no. have one. <laughs> La this is my last. No, I have two fun facts. Two more fun facts. One, Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo would later reunite in The Adam Project, which was oh, when they came yeah, out. Yeah. They, were, they were his parents. Which makes me think The Adam Project is an unofficial sequel to 13 oh Going on gosh. 30. No, it's not. <laughs> it's another time travel movie and they're married in it. Mm, it's not. Riddle me that. How'd, <laughs> how'd that happen? Mm. But he dies. Ugh. Dark. Spoiler alert. It was a spoiler. <laughs> and then the last fun fact that I have is that according to the director's commentary, Gary Winnick revealed that his favorite scene from the film was the confrontation between Jenna and Matt on the day of Matt's wedding to Wendy. Mm. I did read that he also was not crazy about the sleepover thing because he mm -hmm. felt like it took oh, away from yeah. the romance of Matt and Jenna, but then it ended up being the most liked scene for people. Mm -hmm. It was one of his favorite scenes, yeah. Mm -hmm. It is I, good. It's good. It's so good. It's just so funny when she's telling the story and then there are a bunch of 13-year-olds yeah. in there. And then she does the whole dance with them. That's so fun. Yeah. I like the... And then I washed myself as I floated home on a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. So, so weird. cheesy. 
What are you trying to go to jail hanging out with all these 13 year olds? What, you think she's going to be a predator to a bunch of 13 year olds? No, but it's just weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But she fits right in. She does. It's (laughs) kind of funny. Yeah. All right. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? No. Okay. Should we score this then? Yes. All right. For funny, what did you give it? 10. I give it a nine. That's good. I think it's very funny. Acting. 10. Is this what we're going to do? What? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't give it tens all the way through. Spoiler okay. alert. That's what I, thought you were, I thought you were just being lazy. I give it a six for acting if we consider the child actors, but considering they're not in it for 95% of it, I gave it an eight. I was basing it solely off the adult actors, not the okay. children. Yeah. So eight for me. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I really think Jennifer Garner's like really underrated in those emotional moments. Yeah. Her performance is so good. Perfect chef's kiss. <laughs> it sounds like a kiss. Like just a kiss kiss. Sorry, Not a chef's I put, kiss. Just, I put some chapstick on. <laughs> you, he's kissing the audience, you guys. Hmm. Apparently. Don't sue me. Catch the kiss. Ew. What? I don't know. I'm just weirded out by everything that I just did. Yeah. Are you cringing a little bit? Yeah. Not a little, a lot. I'm sweating now. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Visuals. Um, an eight. I gave it an eight. Yeah. I think like it's re- believable in the 80s when she's <laughs> I can't believe 13. you call me lazy. Uh, offense. I take yeah. offense. Well, it's my turn to be the bad guy. Story. The story, I gave it a nine. I gave it's it a nine good. as well. I think that it's... A clever story. I think it's what I think is really underrated about this movie. I think so. Some of the reviews that I read were talking about how it was kind of like a predictable again. I think that's probably the most common thing that people say about rom-coms is, oh, they're predictable. Mm -hmm. But I think that's also part of why people like them. I think we talked about that before. Everything gets wrapped up in a neat little bow. And sometimes you want that. You want to know. You want to feel good. Yeah, you want to know that things are going to end up okay in the end. Yeah, because the director wanted it to end after their wedding, but the writers pushed for it to be their happily ever after where you see them. Good. So, But I also think that this movie is really smart in like the small moments. Yeah. So like overall, it might be kind of like, a oh, yeah, it's a time travel she learns her lesson goes back and gets the happy ending kind of right thing but i think that there's like little moments that don't pander to the audience and i really enjoy not being like talked down to when the, oh, yeah. when the movie can kind of like they're, they're not really spelling it out yeah they'll you. like give you something and they're like the audience is smart enough to figure that out mm-hmm. like in the moment when they're talking about wendy and jenna's like do you get butterflies with her and stuff? And Matt's like, no, I haven't felt that way about a girl since high school. Dum, dum, dum. And it's like, obviously he's talking about her, mm-hmm. but they, but I feel like in other movies, movies that give the audience less credit, he would have been like, I haven't felt that way since you or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I just think it's really, and then there's like that little scene when it, during the montage where they're like, taking all the pictures and stuff and he's like looking at the flowers and he gets a flower and he just gives it to her very casually like, yeah. yeah it's like but then she sets it down it's funny does she i thought she ran off with it she well she goes and adjusts people or something and it looks like yeah something happened because it's before the big like graduation picture mm-hmm. 
where it's basically like a music video yeah. for Why Can't I? Yeah. Why can't I be? I bet you're going to cut that out because you're going to hate it. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. Nailed it. <laughs> Yikes. That made my final score 9.25 for your my- singing. <laughs> Thanks. That's f- <laughs> You're pretty welcome. good. Mine was an 8.25. Nice. So great film. Yeah. We're going to wrap that up in a neat little bow before we get into what we're currently obsessed with. Yeah. Do you have anything? Don't ask me. Well, mine are the caramel cold brew M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They're yeah. so freaking good. They're so good. I took a little baggie into work today and had everybody try them. And everybody's like, oh, my God, those are so good. I'm so glad that I could open up your eyes to something. Yeah. I'm glad you actually tried them because I feel like when I mention them to people, they say it sounds kind of gross. And uh, When I found them, I was like, I feel like Rita told like I rem- I even looked through my text to see if I could find where I was like, oh, my God, I need to try those because I know we had talked that. about them in person. Oh, did we? I thought you texted me a picture of them. I texted you a picture, but then I, t- I kept talking about them. Oh, OK. Because they're so freaking good. They're so good. <laughs> I do feel like those sometimes I get one that doesn't have like a coffee flavor. I haven't I haven't gone there yet, but mm. I did also see that they have a mixed bag of plain peanut and peanut butter ones in the same bag. Mm. It's interesting. That's another one of my favorite lines. I think it's so funny. Eminem's on the phone and he needs a decision right now. <laughs> plain peanut plain. <laughs> because uh, there was a fun fact I didn't write it down, but she wouldn't have known who Eminem was because no. she skipped that whole time period. Right. So I just. I, <laughs> but why would she think that a candy would be on the phone? I don't know. It's all very bizarre. Whenever she, w- during that scene, when I watched it initially, I thought they were talking about like a color. Because isn't peanut like a beige color? Oh, I don't know. I feel like it is. Anyways, maybe I'm making that up. Did you skip a decade? Not that I can remember, but I wouldn't, <laughs> would I? <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else? Any last comments? Did you think of something that you've been obsessed with? No. Work, bills, Shush. staying alive. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, marathon training. Oh, true. But because I'm four months out, so. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all I think about is food. exercise (laughs) because i'm at that stage where i'm always hungry that's your life is just eating and working out yeah and going to sleep at some point yeah (laughs) passing the f out yeah yeah sleeping hard every night all right well we'll see you guys no and we'll see you guys next time for another numbered movie another numbered movie don't forget to follow Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Box Office Brunch so you know when we're posting, as well as emailing us your thoughts and recommendations at boxofficebrunchpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you guys next week. For Friday the 13th. Is it really? Yeah. Cool. But also, that's the rom-com we're watching. Oh, right. The other numbered one. (laughs) Yeah, the other number one. Yeah. That's a rom-com. Yeah. It's such a good Mm rom-com. That bath scene. Yeah. So good. Totally, you know, <laughs> Freddie's just trying to love people. Yeah. He just wants a hug, that's all. Yeah, for real. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
travaille bien, mon enfant. 